0: Hey, I'm Camille Joy, the host and creator of the Moments of Joy podcast, the place that will leave you surely feeling motivated, inspired, and encouraged. Welcome to the show. I need the joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart, I need to make an it- exchange. Welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. A couple of announcements before we get started. Guys, if you are an MVP, first of all, thank you for coming back another week. You guys make this all worth it. As I'm, I'm sitting in front of the computer right now, and countries are showing up United Kingdom, South Africa, Canada. Australia, um, Barbados, you guys are listening, you guys are sharing. I'm humbled and I'm very thankful. MVPs, you make this all worth it. If this is your first time visiting the Moments of Joy podcast, thank you for taking this time out to see what this community is all about. This is a Podcast where we share testimonies many times. Mine, I have different guests come on and share their very low times and points. Uh, you know, that they've been through in life. But we we share those stories with an ending that God is able, with an ending of triumph, with an ending of victory. And so this is your place if you want to be um, encouraged and inspired and if you want to see the glory of God manifested or here, because we're on a podcast. <laughs> so welcome. I invite you to go back into the archives and get a listen in. Feel us, feel what it's about, and join us week by week. Share with people that um, don't know about podcasts yet, or maybe they do. Um, A couple of things. We recently launched uh, Moments of Joy Apparel. This is apparel that has one message, to simply spread the love of Jesus in the joy of the Lord's. So our joy of the Lord. (laughs) So our shirts um, say, did you know that Jesus loves you right now? But there will be different apparel launched in the future that has um, joyous messages and messages that remind us that Jesus loves us. So if you haven't gotten a chance, go ahead and check it out. Mojapparel.com. Place your order. Um, Another announcement that I have is we are um, increasing on Instagram and Facebook, so I thank you guys who have been following and keeping up with us. If you haven't, I invite you to just follow on social media so that you can get in touch with me. Sometimes I leave little messages, videos, and things like that, and I'm excited, guys. Even though we are in 2020, we are still in 2020, and it's been a hard one. It's been a hard one just dealing with the pandemic alone and being in the house. I've been here since March. I have been quarantined since March. And since we are in Texas, which is now the hot spot, we are still quarantined. So here it is, the middle of July. Um, so I'm trying to make sure that we stay joyful, to make sure that we're staying um, fed and um, not just in our body, but in our spirit, my family and I, and safe. So I wish the same for you guys. I pray the same for you guys. Um, This week, I'm going to play a replay. I haven't done that in a while, but I find myself telling you guys to go back into the archives and listen to episodes. But as I was looking at the statistics of the show, I was able to see that one particular episode called Dear Mommy, You Are Strong is way above the other ones. This one is number one. I'm not sure why, but it's proven that you guys love that episode. (laughs) So I'm going to replay it, and I'm going to replay it for the new people who are watching, I mean, who are are listening, because this is not YouTube. (laughs) But um, this was recorded in 2018. It was recorded When we launched the podcast, we are coming up on our two-year anniversary. And I'm saying we, I use we because I am the host, but this is our show. This is our community. And it's growing, and I'm grateful to have you guys here. Um, There's going to be many things that I'm going to start to do in um, the second half of the year that will include you guys, but for our anniversary episodes, that is coming up. Make sure you connect on social media, make sure you listen to the podcast because I'm going to include you guys. You guys are going to come leave your t- stories, you guys are going to come on and speak about how the podcast has blessed you and and whatever other encouragement that you would like to leave. This is going to be your episode for our anniversary. So, that's going to be really cool. And as we approach August, I will Leave more um, details about it My birthday is next week guys Today is uh, July What is today Today is July 15th My birthday is July 22nd And I'm going to be 35 years old Next week I'll fill you in On how I feel And what's going on with me And all that um, God is doing in this season and what we can all look forward to. So, you guys, I won't ramble on. You enjoy this replay of Dear Mommy, You Are Strong. Don't forget to subscribe and download and share. Leave a rate and review. If you love the episode, you can leave as many as you desire. All right, guys. Don't forget, you always have the option to choose joy enjoy welcome to moments of joy i invite you to follow the rest of the episodes that you may have missed out on go ahead and binge listen There are a few episodes up, so I invite you to just sit back, whether you're driving, whether you're at work, whether you're sitting on your couch, and go ahead and listen and be encouraged by Moments of Joy. Subscribe so that you'll be able to get the alerts when we drop weekly episodes. I'll be dropping episodes every Wednesday, so you guys look out for that my name is camille joy if you are new to moments of joy i welcome you i am passionate about encouraging women and encouraging mothers i am a young woman who has gone through so much in life and as i pulled myself out of the trenches of course with the help of the lord i would love to be able to help other women to pull themselves out as well that we can just hold hands and be strength for each other so that is why i'm here that is why i share all of uh who i am and most of what i've gone through so that you will be encouraged so thank you for listening i just wanted to share a little story today before we get started about camille joy where did the joy come from where did the joy come from so my mom named me joy Really, that is my real middle name, and my mom had a very traumatic first pregnancy I'm her second child. She describes it it literally almost killed her and my sister. She was ripped from front to back um the, the umbilical cord was wrapped around my sister's head, and um after the birth, she had been so traumatized at the very thought of having another child that when she got pregnant the second time and it was time to deliver, she was petrified. But my birth, my experience coming into this world was something completely different. It was so filled with joy. And after, with one push, I came out. And after I came into this world, my mom describes this son like she's never seen, come beaming into her window. And she was like, wow, oh my God, that was joy. So she named me Camille Joy. And that is a name and in, in a description that has kind of followed me throughout my life. And, and it's really who I am. That after the traumatic experiences and after the pain, you you look o- above and you open your eyes and you find the joy that is right in front of you so hence Camille joy and here is moments of joy this week's episode is dedicated to the mother as I said a couple of times in the last episode I am a woman and I am a mother (laughs) <laughs> so, I, I will be encouraging women, but I do encourage men to listen as well, because you can always draw strength from, you know, chew out the meat, chew up the meat and spit out the bone. Is that what the old saying says? So, you can also do so for yourself and grab a hold of the strength. So many things that we as mothers have to go through daily, Um, many things weigh heavy on our heart and we have to continue to work through, we have to continue to provide through, we have to continue to move forward just in our day-to-day life. So this episode is dedicated to the mommy. It's called Dear Mommy, A Note to Mothers. A definition of a mommy, I believe, is, you know, we are superheroes. We are born with the natural ability to problem-solve, we are born with just a natural desire to nurture. If you can remember being a little girl and having a baby doll, we would do her hair. We would feed her. We would hold her close. And that's a natural desire that is just, is just born and given to us. We We love to love. We make things better as mothers. We're managers. We're leaders. As a kid, if we have a problem, we go to our mommy. If we fall, we're, we're trying to find mommy. If it hurts, mommy makes it better. When, we, when our babies cry, mommy can turn that sadness right into a smile with a kiss. We have power to shift our children's very destiny through positive words and affirmation. A child that grows up with no affirmation, of course, would be totally different than one that grows up with positivity spoken over them and all around them. But it takes strength to be a mom. To do all that I described, it takes incredible strength. Strength is defined through the very things that we go through as mothers. To birth a child alone is incredible strength, physically and mentally. When you're pregnant, you have to begin to prepare yourself For what you are about to go through. For the pain. Strength is built in the very DNA of who we are. The very strength of a woman. The definition of strength is... The state of being strong. Strong is defined as having the power to move heavy weights or perform other physically demanding tasks. That's according to Wikipedia. Strong is also described as being able to withstand great force or pressure. So I want to share with you, this week, my 14-month-old had to undergo open-heart surgery. He was born with congenital heart disease. And he has several issues in his heart that right away in my womb, as soon as I got the first ultrasound it was detected and there was issues that needed to be corrected so um four days into his life when I had him he had to have a surgery where they went in through the back really close to um his armpit and they corrected a coartation of the aorta and five months after that what they fixed Needed to be corrected again. It was closing again. And so they went in with the balloon catheter. And they fixed that. And so here we are at 14 months. I thought that, you know, emotionally it was going to be okay. Because we had already endured those two things. And we were fine. You know, as a unit, me and my husband, we, you know, we are Christians. We we have um, a deep, rooted relationship with Christ. We You know, he's our anchor. So we... You know, try to get ourselves together emotionally before we we went into that ordeal with him. And so I thought it would be a piece of cake. And it wasn't. By no means was it. To the very date, I truly believe that was one of the hardest things that as a person I had to endure. And I was not even getting the surgery. But to stand and be support for my baby was incredibly hard. I had to sit and watch the process of healing for him. And it was so hard. During the first 24 hours when he came out of surgery, he went in um, around 8 o'clock and uh, four-hour surgery. So when he came out and he went into his room in the ICU, it started right from there. I mean, I looked up at the clock, and it was 2.30 p.m., and my baby did not stop crying until 9 o'clock p.m. He was still under sedation, so he didn't even open his eyes. But he, by 9 o'clock, his mouth was so dry, the next day he had no voice because he cried, cried, cried. He couldn't eat. He was in pain. Nothing was helping. And by 9 o'clock, we were able to get him settled, fed, and just at one day, I was blown away. I was like, wow. Okay, let's get ready. We're here for five days. Having to support him, having to be his advocate when enough was enough. There was one point on day four where, you know, he was screaming and Petrified and tormented by anyone that walked in a room that was not a familiar face. Even if they did not touch him, he was hollering and he was screaming. You know, if you've ever stayed in the hospital, you know that you get no rest. So they, they have to come in and they have to check vitals every few hours. So even if he was asleep, when he felt them listening to his heart, he would wake up screaming. Anytime that they would even touch him, he would scream. So, I had to just say, okay, I know what the procedure is, but he needs to rest. He is terrified. He is drained emotionally. He is so tired. So, I need you guys to back off. Give him five hours straight sleep. You know, I had to become an advocate for him. At this point, he had been healing well, and... Just being there, being in that room. You know, me and my husband switched off. Um, At Yale Hospital, they have a Ronald McDonald house. You guys, here's a pause. I want to plug the Ronald McDonald house. Because I remember growing up and seeing the Ronald McDonald change collectors that they would have in front of the register. And, you know, you might throw a quarter in there or whatever you have, whatever change you have. But I really never took the time to get to know what it was and what um, they needed money for, but they built a Ronald McDonald house across from Yale Children's Hospital, and this is where parents who have children who are undergoing surgeries and have to be there for a while, or if they're coming for cancer treatments or any kind of sickness, they have about 25 rooms across the street in this beautiful house. It is absolutely beautiful. The care they take, you don't have to worry about anything. You can wash your clothes. You can be fed. You can rest your head. theres If you had to bring your whole family, there's things for your teenagers to do. There's a beautiful playground in the back. The people that work there, they're understanding. They're caring. They understand what you're going through. And I just want to shout them out because... Me and my husband had to go back and forth to relieve each other. And just the peace that we received in just going to lay our head in a comfortable bed that felt like a beautiful home slash hotel. It was amazing. But that's the only break we really got. You know, go wash, come back, and we need to be there for him. And it was so... Hard to endure. So I want, I, how did, how did we get through it after? We, we have to take care of us. Take care of you moms. Although we have to take care of other people so much. In that moment, I was reminded to take care of me. Spend time in the presence of the Lord and let him minister to you. What does that mean? Because I know some people are not may not be Christian, some people may not understand what I mean when I say spend time in the presence of the Lord, but I believe that the Holy Spirit and his presence is so real, it can be felt just like, you know, the presence of a person. When you need help or when you talk to somebody on the phone and they say the right thing, The Holy Spirit will say the right thing to encourage you. Take care of yourself, whatever that means to you. If you go and you get manicures and pedicures, if you go and you have quiet time in your room and you read a book, if you take your car and you sit by the water, if you take your car and you sit in the parking lot, just to have time, take time for you. Encourage yourself. Continue to be strong, the strong mother that you are, the strong woman that you are. Take care of you. And this week, I also had uh, some irritation. <laughs> I found myself shedding a little bit of tears and feeling de- defeated a little bit because I have been, I've been fighting and waiting on God to move on a situation for so long. Regarding my three children. Well, in the past few episodes, I shared that six and a half years, I entered a custody battle. So you have to go back and listen. But in the midst of my tears, God gave me some personal encouragement that I knew was God, that I knew was the Holy Spirit, his spirit, the spirit of God that whispered a scripture to me. And right there in that moment, I knew his presence was there. I knew he was hovering over me. And, and I dried my tears and I said, "Wow God, you caught me right right in the middle of it, right in the middle and he and he encouraged my heart that quick and I shared you know that I have been going through a custody battle six and a half years ago I entered into the worst time in my life and I shared. This Because I know that it is another mother out there. Women who go through custody battles and actually lose custody to the man. It's not that frequent that it happens, but it it happens a lot. And um, when it happens, you don't really have support. There's not many people that will speak out about it because there's shame that comes along with it. So I entered into this worst time in my life and entered into a custody battle with my children's father and I ended up losing custody, full custody of three of my children. No valid reason as to why, Um, but it was a battle that I lost. He temporarily was given custody and the temporary never turned back into full on my behalf, even after fighting for two and a half, three years in the court system. I just ended up, this ended up being our fate. So I went years without seeing or speaking to three of my children. And I gradually, over the years, began to spend time with them, have a relationship again, build a relationship with them. And over the course of time, enter back, them enter back into my home. But during that time, I had moments of being incredibly suicidal. I was so heavy, all that I could do was come home and get in the bed after work. I worked the 6 to 2.30 shift and I maybe lasted till 6 o'clock at night. And I would just get in the bed and sleep and cry. Sometimes I, st- I had my oldest son, I would have to bring him to my mother, my mom's house, um, just so that he wouldn't see me at my worst. My home had went from being so loud and so joyful to being quiet as a mouse. And then in, in the midst of this, also, this was a time where I was living in the projects. So that wasn't really even a healthy environment. As a parent, that's where I was. Uh, so I would have random times of waking up out of my sleep by gunshots with the, or fight with the neighbors so i couldn't even really get peace you know it we, we had mice <laughs> so it wasn't even uh peace that i could uh, find myself it was a rough time in my life a rough time i was very young as well and so how how did i even crawl out of that and not become addicted and not become Furthermore, statistic, I fed my spirit. As a child, um, my parents raised me to know God. They gave me my first introduction to the Lord. So I encourage you to do that. <laughs> You'd have to be a preacher, but just, you know, tell your children who God is. Because even though they may go to the left and they may go to the right, they may do what they want in life, you've given them something that they can Always come back to you've given them God. You've given them encouragement. So in the midst of that situation of being frustrated this week, I found myself receiving an encourage a re- encouraging scripture. I I heard the just shall live by faith. And so, I, I remember hearing that scripture, but I didn't really know the background. Or I took my Bible. I like to read um the... What is this Bible? The study Bible, the Life Application Study Bible, because it gives you a breakdown at the bottom. And this is NIV, but it also breaks it down more. It gives you commentary at the bottom. So... He led me to Habakkuk 2 and 4. And in this chapter, he had been praying and crying out to God, like, basically, God, where are you? Why are you letting my enemies triumph over me? They are obviously not good people. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. But God gave him a promise that he would perform that which he said he was going to do. It says that, In my commentary here, it says that God answered his prayer and he said that God, it said that God answered his prayer in in the same way that he would answer us. And if it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for surely it would take place. It isn't easy being patient, but it helps to remember that God is going to do what he said, wait patiently, we must trust in God, even when we don't understand why events occur in their life as they do. So when I got that encouragement, as I was writing out the structure of the show, I said, Wow, well, I have to give that encouragement to them. Because we can not really control everything that happens in our life. Most of what we go through, we can't control. But in those situations where we are waiting for God to move on our behalf for something, just be encouraged. That if he told you that it's gonna come to pass, wait patiently. Wait patiently. And if you are in the in the you feel like the worst time in your life, like I described my my time of being in the custody battle, my time of living in the projects. Wait on the Lord. Feed your spirit. Feed your spirit. Although I was depressed, although I was suicidal, I had God. So I cried. I cried. I cried like, Lord, where are you? I cried. I prayed. And I I went to church. And you know what? Even if that was only enough to get me through one day or get me through the next week, that's what I did. I surrounded myself with people who would encourage me through this. So I understand that people, you know, we don't have a lot of times um, the support groups, huge support groups. Sometimes you may not have people who are going to speak life to you or going to encourage you. So I, I use this platform to do that to you. What the Lord fed me, I wanted to give to you guys so that you would be encouraged today. So that you would know that God is going to do for you what he did for me. So he took me out of that place. I, I don't live in the projects anymore. I don't have mice running across my counter anymore. I live in a beautiful place. I'm not a single parent anymore. He gave me a strong, wonderful husband who is not abusive, who every everything that I thought about a man he is not he is loving he is supportive he is a covering he is anointed and i thank god that through that pain god god rewarded and he still is we're gonna go through trying times but it it, god is gonna be right here and when you pray you know you might not see things shift right away things don't change right away when we pray. But in the spiritual world, you have to believe that things are moving, things are shifting, things are breaking. God is dispatching angels on your behalf and that it will manifest in the natural. So don't ever stop praying. Keep it up. Even if you don't have all this language and even if you don't speak in tongues or, or you can't get crazy with your your prayers, and you can only just talk like this, like you're talking to me. God honors. God honors you talking to Him. Prayer is a dialogue between you and your Father in Heaven. So you make your requests known to Him, and He's not turning a blind ear to it. There's no punishment, and He's not punishing you, allowing you to go through this. But what these two instances, the health issues that I had to go through this week with my one-year-old and what I talked about in the past in that custody battle. What it has done is stretched me to limits that I didn't know that I could be stretched to. What it has done is created a warrior within me. And by a warrior, I mean I don't play with the enemy because he tried to kill me in that place. He tried to take me out in that place. He... Tried to get me to take my own life in that place. Now I don't play with him. Now I have the strength. I have the authority to to tell the enemy. Oh, you gonna back off me. If I see something coming out of my children. Oh, you gonna back off my children. I see you. Holy Spirit will wake you up in the middle of the night. And give you wisdom about what's going on in your house and your children. About what you need to know for the day. He will encourage you and move on your behalf. So I want to encourage you today, mothers, that as we go through these trying times, all of these things that you might have to endure, but as you wake up and brush your teeth, you still have to take care of little people. You still have to send them off to school as we get ready for school time. You have to provide for your house daily. Be encouraged today. And don't forget to pour into yourself in whatever way. Get around a network of people that will speak life and not add to the frustration and chaos. Take a moment to be strengthened and encouraged. And it's okay. It's okay. It is not going to last always. The situation that you are in, is not gonna last always. So as I as I talked about that custody battle, like it is not what it was six and a half years ago. Where I didn't even know what size they were as they grew. Where where the the hatred that I felt for my kid's father and he felt for me fueled uh what how we allowed ourselves to communicate for our children i have grown through that time so even if an argument arises oh no i'm so filled with peace and so filled with with the presence of the lord that i can't even i'm just like okay no mm. no argument can be had not from my end you know Feed yourself. Take care of yourself. I am going to be starting a support group, an online network and support group for mothers. And in probably around late October, early November, I want you guys to look out for it. It's going to be virtual. So even if you're in Mississippi, you will be able to join this support group. It will be for Women. Um, I may not, I may close it just to mothers, um, still praying about the direction, but it's going to be a support group, um, for people who are going through traumatic situations like a custody battle, like, uh, leaving an abusive relationship, like things like that so that we can strengthen each other so that we can, um, be there for each other so that you can have an ear to listen. Sometimes people don't understand what you're going through because they haven't been through it. So, it's, a, and you know, people will listen, but I want to be that person that, to, that understands because I've been through it. Um, I didn't have anyone that understood as I went through. Um, so I am here. I am being transparent in these mommy moments and I'm here. I am praying for you mothers. When I before I get on this podcast, I spend time with the Lord and I pray and I pray for you. I pray for you listeners that that you would be encouraged. You know, I have my favorites that I listen to for encouragement, for direction, and I am here to support. I am here to advocate for mothers, and I am here to help you to find moments of joy. If you would like to contact me at all, you can go on to my website, camille-joy.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram at Mrs. Camille Joy. And we can talk. We can chat. I avail myself um, to be support to you mothers. So to sum up this week's episode. It takes strength to be a mommy. It takes strength. But that's who you are. Mommies are strength. And you can do it. I encourage you to be strong this week. Although things may come to make you cry, or even if you're not a crier, things may come to weigh your heart down, but you be encouraged today. You stand strong today. I speak strength to you today, Mother. Lift up your head, dry your tears, and let's go. Let's move forward. Let's go. Through all of this, God is stretching you and he is making you a warrior. So, Mama Warrior, you can do it. Thank you for listening to this episode. Subscribe and go ahead and listen to the old episodes. And I will see you guys next week. I will post new episodes every Wednesday, as I said. And um, if you have any questions that you would like me to answer on the episodes, You can feel free to also leave them. You can go on to Instagram and leave them in my DM at Mrs. Camille Joy. Or you can go ahead and leave your question in the CamilleJoy.com contact me section of my website. Thank you guys and see you next time.